0: Hi, I'm Jonathan in Melbourne, Australia, and I'm a son of God, and you can be too. Romans 8 says that the sons of God are revealed, and that all creation is yearning for the sons of God to be revealed. So I look like my father. Jesus was a son of God. He was the son of God, the firstborn. Hebrews says he's the firstborn among the dead. So he's born again, the first who was born again. John says that we are not born of the the will of man. In other words, we're not a sperm that goes into an egg. We are born of God. We are born of the Spirit of God and that is how and the only way that we become sons of God we are born not of man and woman but of God so Jesus is talking about spiritual things God is a spirit he's not he's not a body although he has one he is a spirit he's the father of spirits according to Hebrews and Jesus said My words are spirit. I wonder what it would be like if you read the Bible again from the perspective that God is a spirit and that every word Jesus said are spiritual words. He's never talking about physical bread. He's talking about spiritual bread. So, we find ourselves living in this physical world, in a body. So you have a body, your body gets tired, your body gets hungry, your body might want to you know, eat some food that, that isn't great. And so that is why there's a layer on top of your body, which is its operating system. The operating system that God gave man was his soul. So you have a soul, which is like the software that operates your physical body, okay? Like Windows makes use of the hardware of a PC computer, your soul makes use of your physical body. Without your mind, you couldn't operate your body. Without your emotions, you couldn't operate your body. Without your will... You couldn't operate your body. Your, your body is moved by your will and your mind and your emotions. And a simple example is when you wake up in the morning, you need to will your body to get out of bed. Your mind and your emotions and your will, they have to find agreement bef- for anything to happen. You don't do anything with your physical body without the agreement of your soul. Now, you might have a lot of problems in your soul right now. You might have a lot of problems in your body right now. But the hierarchy is that the spirit overcomes these things. You see, Jesus said of the little girl, who had died, he said, she is only asleep. So Jesus, who is a spirit, was looking to the spiritual reality. He said, little girl, wake up. Little, little girl, get up. When he spoke to her spirit, because it was a higher authority, a higher power, the the physical body and the soul responded. He did the same with Lazarus. When he came out of the grave, he said, Lazarus, come out. And the spirit of Lazarus returned to his body and animated his body. Your spirit animates your body. The moment you leave your body, it's dead. Paul said to be absent from the body is to be present with the Lord. To be absent from the body is is to be present with the Lord. He said that he's, he's going to leave his tent. Okay? So your body is a tent that you can evacuate. In other words, you are visiting this physical world inside your physical body. We are a spirit. Now, Jesus addressed unclean spirits. When he cast out a demon, he found that there were spirits inside of man's tents that were illegal. They were trespassing. So you can have a demonic spirit, an unclean spirit, living inside your tent with you. No one seems to be talking about this, but this is deliverance. Deliverance is when the finger of God, by the Spirit of God, animated by the Spirit of God, takes authority and forces an unclean spirit out of a body, a physical body. Now, spirits do not just float around. They're not out there. They're in people. They're all in people. In fact, Jesus said when a demonic spirit leaves a tent, a man's body, they go around in deserted places, and then they return to the man. So these demonic spirits will only temporarily be deserted, be outcast. They're going to go into somebody. They they will go into a man or, a, or an animal, and I believe they could easily also animate objects like trees, but they would much prefer to be in a man because think about it, if a spirit is in a tree, what can it do? There's no soul. A spirit has a a a, a tree has a body, but it has no soul, right? There's no emotions, there's no they they, they might be able to animate the branches. I don't know. So and that's where we get all these horror movies from and all this sort of stuff. But the spirit would much prefer to be in a man or a woman. Because then, you see, a spirit of, of lust, an unclean spirit, why are they unclean? Well, partially because they're illegal, they're trespassing, they don't have a body. You, you should not be without a body on the earth. The moment you're without a body as a human, you are with Jesus Christ. You are judgment day. Okay, separate You leave this planet. There are souls, according to the Bible, that are in prison. There are souls, according to the Bible, that are in heaven. There are souls, according to the Bible, that are in hell. There are souls, according to the Bible, that are in Sheol. There are souls that are in Tartarus. There are many places in the Bible. Lake of fire. There are many places. The, the bosom of Abraham. Heaven. You know, there are many places. Jesus said, You will be seated on my throne. Okay? So, your spirit can go to many places, but right now you're on the earth. And demonic spirits are not legal. They're also unclean because of their perversion. They're unclean because they want to do the will of their father. You see, Jesus called Judas a devil. He didn't say Judas had a devil. He said Judas is a devil. And Jesus said to the Pharisees, your father is Satan. So they were sons of their God, Satan, manifesting the will of their father, Satan, the father of lies, who himself is a spirit. So there are two spiritual kingdoms one led by satan which is the kingdom of darkness which is based on lies and rejection and there is one kingdom where jesus christ is the king and he's the king of light and we are his sons when we are born of the spirit of god okay welcome back to part two so you are a spirit and you are born again by the Spirit of God. How do you be born again? Jesus said that you need to repent. You need to use your mind to see God. According to Jesus, you need to be, you need to be born again and you need to repent. Repentance is a choice in your soul realm. It is a decision that you make. Many of us have put our hands up at church or we've gone up the front of a church and made a public declaration. Maybe you've been reading the Bible at home and you gave your life to Jesus or you prayed a prayer of repentance. But what it is, it is agreement with the truth. The moment that you agree with God, you manifest heaven on earth. Jesus said, pray our Father who art in heaven Hallowed be your name, your kingdom come. His kingdom is a country, your kingdom come on earth. Earth is physical, heaven is spiritual, on earth as it is in heaven. May the will of God, the Father, the Creator, the Spirit, the Spirit, may what He wants in the invisible realm be physically manifested. Now, He can't do that because He's a spirit, But we can do it because we are physical. He gave us the physical uh, legal rights to this earth. He gave us the physical mandate. He gave the earth to man. And the simplest way to explain it is, you can read my book, God, Men, but God copied himself. This explains the Bible in in, in three or four words. God copied himself. Himself. God, the Father of spirits, the, the invisible God, who lives in eternity, who's, who's robed in eternity, whose throne is on a foundation of righteousness and justice. He lives in, in heaven. Okay. He copied himself. And called him man. He copied heaven and called it earth. Earth is a copy of heaven. We can find that in Ezekiel, in Isaiah, in Genesis, in Revelation. Even in Revelation, you'll see that the end game, God's end game, is to be on the earth with man. We were never meant to be separated, and I believe that heaven and earth were not separated at the, before the fall of Adam and Eve, but that's a whole other story, and it doesn't matter. But right now, God is telling us that He wants convergence. The Bible, Hebrews and, and Colossians, says that all things exist through Christ, and that all things will be converged again under Christ. Everything is going to come under Christ, Both Jew and Gentile are now under Christ. There's one man. There were two men, but now there is one man. Both Jew and Gentile are under Christ. And the Bible says that all things are going to be subjected to him. Even death is going to be subjected to him. That's the last thing that is going to be destroyed is death. So ultimately, everything is going to be one with Christ. He is the exact image of the Father. And when you're born again, you become one with his body. You become one with Jesus Christ. And now we get into glory. This is what God wants for you. This is what God wants for man. There is no child or woman or man on the earth that God doesn't want to envelop into Himself. His eyes are a flame of fire. His voice is the sound of many waters. And my eyes are a flame of fire. I look just like my brother Jesus. I look righteous to God because there is no sin that hasn't been forgiven. And the Bible says that God forgives man his trespasses. The Bible says that God is no longer holding your sins against you, which means there is no legal right against you. Satan has been dethroned. He's been disempowered. Because the power that Satan had to kill, steal, and destroy was the fact that you were in violation of the law You were in separation from God. The greatest threat to a kingdom is rebellion. The greatest threat to a kingdom is independence. Independence is what Indonesia declared against the Dutch. Independence is what America declared on the 4th of July against Great Britain. Independence is becoming mutually exclusive from your country, from your government. And the government of God is Christ. The government is on his shoulders, according to Isaiah chapter 9. And of the increase of his government, there will be no end. So the kingdom of God is a country, it is a family, it has a military, it has an economy, it has a real place. And that kingdom lost the territory called earth. That kingdom lost the people called humans. We are, are lost until we are born again. The moment we're born again, again. See, you're born of the will of man, and then you need to be born of the Spirit. The moment you're born of the Spirit, you re-enter the kingdom. You become a son of God exactly like your father. Your sins are washed away. You become just like your father. Jesus said, you have the power, the authority, the authorization to forgive sins. Think about that. That man, God gave man the ability to forgive sin. That is who you are. Paul said, do you not know, do you not know that you will judge the angels? Judgment Day is coming for angels, and you are the one sitting there with, with the gavel, or whatever it's called, the gavel, the, the, the hammer, <laughs> okay? That is who you are. You will live forever. You own everything. When you pray, not only does God answer, but, but heaven answers, earth answers the the physical natural environment responds to your prayers the angels respond to your prayers you don't pray to angels but when you speak it is as if god speaks that is the truth that is the truth that is why it's so amazing the salvation is so amazing you know no eye has seen no ear has heard the things that god has prepared for those who love him you know, God gives you more than you can possibly ask or imagine. This is the most exciting and amazing news, and you can tell other people, this is more than just joining a Christian religion. It's not that even at all. You, this is, is recruiting people back into the kingdom of God. This is giving people sonship. This is telling people who they really are, who they were meant to be, and inviting people into that kingdom where they become sons of God. We are just like our father. We are just like our big brother, Jesus Christ. And that's a wrap. Welcome to the Kingdom Dynamics podcast where I, Jonathan, will lead you into the kingdom of God, which is not a religion. It is a place, it is a government, it is a country, it is at hand. And it is the only message that Jesus Christ preached. I want you to enter the kingdom, understand the kingdom, so that you can bear fruit, which is kingdom people. God is wanting to fill everything. He does it by planting seed. The seed is the word of the kingdom, and it takes over and it becomes the largest tree in the garden. I'll be listening and watching to see how you improve today.